Hello? Hello, Neo. Do you know who this is? Morpheus. Yes. I've been looking for you, Neo. I don't know if you're ready to see what I want to show you, but unfortunately you and I have run out of time. They're coming for you, Neo, and I don't know what they're going to do. Who's coming for me? Stand up and see for yourself. What, right now? Yes. Now. Do it slowly. The elevator. Sci-Fi Conversations, Episode 7. Last week was Episode 6. I think it said it was Episode 5, so I can't count. Don't hold it against me. I is an English teacher. But, Miles, welcome here to our conversation tonight. I am delighted to be here, as always. You know, it's great. This is, as I've said this before, I know, but this is a place where we get to interact with you guys, listeners, and what you're saying about the shows, what you're emailing us, uh, the phone calls. For those of you that call, you can always call us at one 888 We love hearing from you and love dialoguing with you on Facebook. But this is another chance for us to sit down and really analyze some of the feedback you're giving us in the shows you're watching. It's a good time, Miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's start off. And this is, um, I just thought we'd talk just a little bit, Miles, about what we're watching and what we're into right now. Is there anything that you're watching, Miles, you know, other than current shows? We'll discuss the current shows a little bit later, but anything you're watching, anything you're reading? Um, I, um, reading a couple Star Wars novels that you lent to me. Oh, that's uh, so right. Which one did, which one are you reading again? Uh, I'm currently reading, I'm finishing up Allegiance. And then after that, uh, I'm going to uh, read uh, the, the Force Unleashed. Oh, very cool, very cool. Now, are you watching any other television other than what's currently on? Um, no time. Uh, let's see. The only thing there was a uh, Jeremiah marathon on the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh yeah. Uh, and so I recorded about seven episodes of that. Um, and so uh, I never got a chance to see that when it was on TV because it was like on one of the um, uh, the movie channels, just like uh, HBO uh, or something like that. Right, so I, I couldn't see it then, but since then, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel would do a, a Jeremiah Marathon every now and then, and uh, really like that show, I'm, and, I, and I haven't seen all the episodes yet, so I'm looking forward to uh, watching a few of those. Oh, very awesome. Well, I've been reading Eon, and loving, by the way, Eon by Greg Bear, which is kind of a rendezvous with Rama type of feel, like Arthur C. Clarke, but it's good. I couldn't put it down this weekend. Uh, this thing's like a 400-page book, and I'm made it through about 300 pages this weekend. So I, I did a lot of reading, did a lot of reading in that. I am still working my way through uh, Star Trek Next Generation I'm in the middle of the fifth season. It's a little bit slow going because we have new shows out there 
And I'm also watching The Lost Skeleton uh, skeleton of Cadavera, which uh, we'll be interviewing uh, Larry, the, um, oh, I can't forget his last name here, but the guy that actually created it. And what these are, Miles, and I didn't even tell you about the interview yet, but um, this is um, basically spoofs on 50s sci-fi. Oh, cool! So it's like it's like it's like Mystery Science Theater, except that instead of making fun of it, he makes fun of it by creating a film that makes fun of it. And so uh, it's pretty cool. And so if you get a chance, check it, check him out. I'll I'll I'll, I'll email the 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 stuff. And uh, I'm not sure we'll be able to do the interview anyways because it's like gonna be in the middle of your bedtime. But we'll talk about it. Uh, but anyway, so I'm doing that, and so I've been in the middle of that sort of, and I guess that's it. I guess the most the, the only thing that's coming up that I'm looking forward to Miles is Skyline. Skyline's coming up and that comes out this weekend and I'm hoping to see that I guess the following weekend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know Miles. That's kind of what's going on in my sci-fi world. Yeah, I, I, sh- I should also mention um I, I rented last week uh 2012. Um Oh yeah, you did out. say that. So uh enjoyed that. It was a, I mean uh great end of the world uh you know, movie. Um, the special effects in this thing were phenomenal. I mean, oh uh, man, they ruled the they ruled the movie. <laughs> in the earth implode, and um, um, John Billingsley, um, he he's one of the scientists in the movie. Uh, he's going to be at the uh, Farpoint convention um, next next February. So, uh, and we're going to be there. Talk to him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he's an old Star Trek guy, right? Yes, he played uh, Dr. Fox in Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, good. Well, I have that to look forward to then. Yeah. Well, we heard a lot from you guys this week, too, so we want to talk about that. Miles, why don't you uh, take this first bit? Well, this one by D-Rules 2. Okay. D-Rules 2 says, uh, Sci-Fi Diner Rocks, been listening to the podcast for a while now. You guys do a great job of keeping... Great job. Uh, keep up the good work. Uh, well, well, thank you, D-Rules. Yeah, that. thanks a lot. We appreciate that. Always good to get a little bit of encouraging word there. And uh, we, I mean, we do it anyways. We love what we do. So, But but it's always good to hear from you guys and saying, hey, little pats on the back. Um, and this next piece is from Colin. Miles, go ahead. He says, uh, well, guys, I have now watched four episodes of V and three of the event. V, I think I can take or leave it. It's not really grabbing me. The characters don't make me want to interact or on any level. Some of it is interesting. Some of it's sorely lacking, but I don't think I'll give up just yet. So, um, yeah, Colin, hang in there if you can. Uh, It'll get better. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it is a slow-moving show. And, uh, you know, this feels, talking about slow-moving, it reminds me its pacing is a little bit like Caprica, the first episodes of Caprica. Don't you think? It's kind of slow-moving. Oh, 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 that's a very good comparison. Um, yeah. yeah, it just, it, it, things will take off. The, the plot does move along. Yeah, um, toward the end. Yeah, so just, 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 just hang in there. I don't think you'll be disappointed. And um, uh, Clifton Collins' character is great in this show, so... Um, well, no, he's talking about V. So Clifton Collins is not in the V. It's in the okay, event. well, he's talking about the event also. So yeah, well, he, in, in the next piece is from the event, and we'll get to that. That's the second part of his email. I kind of split his email up so we could kind of talk about the episodes as they came up. V does return in the U.S. on January 4th, just in case you're interested in that. I did look that up today because I was kind of interested. I thought November was the target date, but I guess they pushed it back, which yeah. I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. Maybe it means that we'll just get it all in one lump instead of having it broken up like it was, which will be good. 
Yeah, that, that would be great. Um, he also goes on to say the event reminds him of the X-Files and its delivery and invasion in terms of the hidden agenda. I have to admit that the hidden agenda is intriguing. Oh, and the end of episode three, without giving away, was an oh my God moment. We've talked about that on the uh, on this episode, on the Sci-Fi Diner before. Good job. I took the advice of your Facebook page and stuck with it. All in all, the event shows promise. I only hope they don't drag the event part out too long, a la the prison break for series. Um, live long and podcast guys this is from Colin in England. Miles, what do you think about what he's saying about the event? Uh, I, I agree. Uh, you, you just, you just need to hang in there for a few episodes and you'll, you won't be disappointed. Um, I know I said this before, the show probably would have been better served if they did a two hour, um, you know, movie pilot or something. Cause if the first hour is just, you, you don't, you don't get a lot, uh, so. But I uh, love the uh, play, play on words of the saying, uh, "Live long and prosper." So, thanks for that, Colin. Yeah, yeah, we love that. So it's, it's, it's your tagline. We get to know that. We, we know it's you when you give that tagline. But you know, I, you know, in the X Files comparison, Miles, you don't draw on that. You didn't watch the X Files, right? Yeah, I can't really speak to that. I was never a regular X-Files watcher, so um, I'll just have to take your word for that. There is a little bit of cloak and dagger, although I think that Fringe is probably the better show if you're going to compare, uh, if you're going to say for, an, if you're going to cry for an X-Files sequel, this is kind of it. It's Fringe. But anyways, Colin, thanks so much for writing in. It's always good to hear from our good friends from across the pond. So thank you so much for that. Um, this next piece is from Jen and Jen, I kind of split up your email because you talk about different shows. I want to kind of comment on them and give our thoughts about them as we go. So miles, why don't you take the first part of this email and we'll just kind of tag team until we get through the email here. Okay. This is from Jen. She says, glad to hear you're feeling well, Scott. It's never fun being sick. I myself just now getting over an upper respiratory infection. Never fun. So yeah, Jen, thank, I hope yeah, thank you. So, and thank you so much for, uh, those well wishes and send them right back at you. So uh, anyway, I just wanted to write in with some of the shows I've watched last week now. I know you guys don't watch Chuck, but I just want to say it was really good this past Monday. More more Linda Hamilton action. Love her. Then a Stargate Universe was pretty good these past two episodes so far. I like the fact that they were getting to the issue of command and how I'm sure it can't be an easy thing dealing with life and death and situations. And Young actually need a pep talk from Scott. Uh, I, do this, I do like this new kind of thing happening with Chloe that maybe she's turning into uh, an ancient. That would be kind of cool. I never thought of that, but that's uh Yeah, I actually cool. thought she's like turning into an alien, but maybe she's turning into an ancient. Maybe they are the ancients. Maybe they are considered part of the ancients. But what do you think of this past week's episode, Miles? The whole uh, Colonel Young uh, dreaming and the whole war game scenario? That was an interesting. Um, you know, I wasn't sure if it was a time travel thing, but and that's what I first thought is, you know, maybe it's, it's some sort of time travel related with his dreaming and something, but it was not that at all. It was the, the, the ship trying to, I don't know, kind of, um, um, get him to, uh, uh, just, just snap him back into, to attention. To man uh, up, to man up, right? To man up. He, you know, even though he's got some, you know, serious problems back home, um, and you know, th those would affect any of us. Uh, but, um, he still has, the, you know, 80 people's lives uh, in his hands. And so uh, that was interesting. I, I, I thought that was, I liked it. Yeah. I just kind of give or take the episode. I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite episode, but yeah, I thought the, uh, every time they showed the dream sequences, I kind of liked it. So, mm -hmm. or the vision sequences or whatever they were. But 
Well, let's move into a little bit more of what she says. She says, and as for what I think happened to Caprica, they put on too many shows on Tuesday nights. And like, uh, and it's like a hot night for TV, right? I wish you would move some of the shows to Wednesdays because there's hardly anything on then, which is true, at least for sci-fi. Um, I hate it also when people say they don't want their sci-fi shows to have soap opera-ish. I'm like, don't give me that because Star Wars is very soapy. And especially in The Return of the Jedi when that whole scene where Luke tells Leia that, that he is her brother and then Han sees him and thinks something else is going on with them. He's, she's right, you know, Miles. That is very soap opera-ish. Uh, yeah, she, 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 she is correct. <laughs> yeah, dead on, dead on, Jen. You're dead on. I can say I'm an unusual girl because I like both worlds because sometimes I feel that even with the best sci-fi, there has to be some depth of drama otherwise and where it's going to come from. I like my sci-fi shows either way on a planet or ship depending on the story, but it's got to be good. Although with Caprica, I was willing to give it a chance, but the drama was a little slow going, I felt. So I think it's most people's sentiments, but I do agree, you know, this whole soap opera thing, we do, we, we do deal with it a lot in Star Wars, you know? Oh, sure. There's, I mean, the whole, um, the human interaction and, and human problems and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's definitely, definitely part of that whole space opera, I guess. But why don't you take the next segment? Okay, and uh, anyway, sorry for ranting there a bit. You don't need to apologize, Jen. Rant away. But uh, as away. For the rest, Yeah, the Big Bang Theory was awesome this past week with Eliza Dushku appearing in it. Um, yeah, I saw that. That was good. I nearly fell on the floor with all the sci-fi references, and especially at the end where Sheldon was at the bar with Penny and talking about the Kobayashi Ryu test and Kirk cheating. I was like, yes, and also took a drink along with uh, Sheldon at the time when he saluted James Kirk. I had a cup of tea with me, but I took a sip. At the same time, that was great. Yeah, Miles, you have to comment on this because I did not watch The Big Bang Theory. Um, I know exactly what she's talking about. Um, well, I mean, well, Eliza Dushku made an appearance as an FBI agent, and uh, um, that made for some, uh, uh, int- some, some many funny moments with uh, the four, those four guys. And, um, and they did, you know, uh, pay homage to the uh, Kobayashi Maru and Captain Kirk, uh, this one one scene at the restaurant. Um, so, uh, no, it was, it, it was a good episode, Scott. I think you, you like the big bang theory. When yeah. You yeah. It. We'll see. I, I, I just have to find time to watch all the shows I'm trying to watch right now. No. Did you take a drink with Sheldon? Uh, no, I didn't because, well, what, what Jen didn't mention was he, he kept spitting out. Sheldon can't drink much. I mean, okay. yeah, not, you know, as soon as he, 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 he ingested it. He he he, he spit it back out. So uh, he's built lightweight when it comes to drinking. Yeah. Um, and as for other comedy shows, you guys probably aren't watching, but I would highly recommend two episodes of a show called Community, which I don't watch. You're right, Jen. Uh, where this show is kind of like The Breakfast Club was a bunch of misfits stuck together for a study group. And two of the characters are really a geek type. And in one of the episodes, they had like a paintball war in the school uh, where it became a war zone. That was an awesome episode. And then just recently, they had a Halloween episode where they had one guy dressed up like Ripley from Aliens 2 with a big yellow machine. And Chevy Chase was dressed up as Kirk. I imagine in the original series, yellow shirt, and they did like a zombie thing. It was hysterical. The episode's called uh, Epidemiology. Um, So I do not watch it, but what you're telling me sounds a little bit interesting here. Zombie Kirk, zombie, uh, zombie, uh, you know, Ripley. This has got to be mentioned. Um, Chevy Chase was in a, it was in a Saturday Night Live skit about Star Trek and uh, he played uh, Spock and, um, uh, John Belushi played uh, Captain Kirk, um, 
and it was it, 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 it's almost iconic. This skit, I'm pretty sure many of you, the listeners, have seen it before. So, uh, um, so it's kind of funny that he put on another uh, Star Trek uh, uh, uniform. So, community, I don't know. I might have to at least uh, check out that episode. We'll see if I have time to do it, but I like to check it out. That's my intention, at least. My intentions are noble, I guess. Um, and this, uh, and this next piece that she writes. Uh, speaking of zombies, did you guys see the premiere of Walking Dead? All I can say about this series is OMG. Wow, it's not faint of heart. If it's not for the faint of heart, I would recommend not eating during the show either. Uh, it's kind of like Fringe, especially during the second episode, which I haven't watched. Oh yeah, I really had to look away during the moment. Uh, uh, for a moment, there are two, but but I like the main guy Rick. I even went to the comic store this weekend and got first two volumes. I can already see some differences of that, but minor. Still really impressed with the full. So far, I could give True Blood competition or a nice companion to the show. Supernatural, really on the edge of your seat kind of stuff. And I agree with you, Jen. Phenomenally filmed episode and had me on the edge of my seat. And all I can uh, say now is, you know, I do not ever want to eat a horse. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, they really did pull your, there were some really gross moments in there, Miles. You definitely don't want to be eating breakfast when you're watching the show. Gotcha. No, but this is like Fringe. I would say you really shouldn't eat during the first five minutes of Fringe either. That's true. I mean, uh, who knows what Walter might be doing? Oh, you know, so uh, she actually talks about Fringe here next. Did I, did I just read your part? I just realized I just read your part, didn't I? Why That's don't you read this next one in Fringe? Okay, this is what Jen says about Fringe. And also for Fringe, I wasn't too crazy about this week's episode. I actually had to watch it a second time to understand what the Amber thing was all about. But it was cool with Olivia, but I didn't get what was when she appeared in our reality and her whole body went there, didn't it? It appeared back in the, the other, but other than that part was good. This Thursday looks like an awesome one. Um, I, I agree with you, Jen. They, they really didn't explain the whole Amber thing, I think, in previous episodes that well. Um, but what I kind of took from this episode was it was almost a, I wonder if the writer, um, was harking back to uh, a tale of two cities. Um, um, I mean, it's, it, this is dealing with twins, but the, um, basically one is sacrificing himself for the other one. Um, that, that's what I got out of this one. And, uh, I, I also thought that, uh, Olivia did manage to travel back to her own universe briefly. Yeah, and I think that she literally went there. I mean, they have her obscured in that glass case, so they can't really see that she's there or not, right? Right. But there are, it does bring up some questions about it, though. But and, and notice the way she lies to Walter at the end, the Walternet. Right. And I, I, she picked up a postcard. I wonder if she has that postcard with her. I wonder if we'll see that mm. next time. I thought she put it back. I thought she picked it up to look at the skyline or the Statue of Liberty or something like that. Mm-hmm. But very cool has she now she now knows that what this Peter this haunting Peter part has really been uh uh that's been telling the truth and that's that's an this is that was an important revelation there at the end. Right. Um Olivia's definitely having her mind messed with um Yeah. This definitely. Universe. Now all we need is new way is for Peter to figure it out in the other universe in our universe that there Olivia. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to happen this next episode. Mhm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, she says, I also wanted to mention that I've caught up with the first couple episodes of the web series Reese. Okay, so far, kind of weird with the baby thing. Guess we'll have to wait and see where they go with it. And hey, you'll love our interview this week that we'll be airing after you hear this listener episode where we'll be talking with the creators of Reese and they give us a little bit of a revelation there. 
So very cool. Very cool. And Miles, again, you saw the first episode of Reese, but uh, you liked it. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and they're short. What's great is like 10 minute episodes. You can, you can sit through that and uh, excited about what's up and coming for that. That's for sure. And why don't you wrap up our email and then we'll get a little bit into Facebook, talk a little bit about that. And then we'll wrap up these comments. Okay. And, uh, and Reese comments, uh, um, and, and Sherlock Holmes series I got to see on PBS channel. I like it so far. It's funny how it makes me feel like I wish I was the observant. Anyway, I guess that about wraps it up from the, from this sector. For now, until next time, uh, Jen from New York. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Jen, for writing in. And we encourage you that if you uh, are watching shows, watching movies, and want to contribute to the conversation, send us an email. Let us know your thoughts about uh the things you're watching also can just be about the news that we're talking about. We'd love to respond to some of the news items that we bring you each week as well. So either way. And then we also get comments on our Facebook fan page. Miles, are you there? I am. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, any particular piece of news you want to talk about that kind of posted and got some response from? Um, well, let's see. We um... A lot of response to the X-File comment. That's that's true. Um, let me let me just let's talk about that a little bit. Basically, I tweeted that, of course, and we mentioned this. We give you some update to this news uh, that I don't have here. Basically, is that the X Files three is a no go at this point. But at one point, we thought it was a go, and a lot of people like this. It sounds like our fans would be kind of into seeing another X Files movie, doesn't it? It does. It, yeah, it, I, mean, a lot of, I mean Chelsea like- say Chelsea's saying yes, yes, woohoo. Sorry. Um, Sorry, I grew up in the X-File, and it makes me happy. And uh, agree, I grew up on it. I watched oh, I watched some of it live, watched some of it in DVD, and I, I own the entire series. So, um, and um, I don't know. And uh, you, you don't care about it, Miles, but, you know, I'd be hoping for the Lone Gunman to be there. And some people are saying, well, hope is better than the last one. And people did dog in the last one a little bit. Although I did like the main character there, Follow Joe. I know he was a pedophile, but I, I loved his character. He just was an endearing pedophile. If there is such a thing, <laughs> I'm going to get hate mail for it, but an endearing pedophile. But, uh, and then, um, then Mike C from the Stargate from the gate cast, I guess it is, uh, said he refused to watch me for a long time, but it was only after it was discussed in other podcasts that he gave it a go. And yeah, he liked it probably because it had, uh, so much to do with the supernatural, had little to do with supernatural and aliens and relied on good old fashioned humans at their worst. So so yeah, that was that. Uh, so X Files is a no go, but we like talking about it. And it was good to see that uh, there are other fans that would love to see an X Files movie if it came to fruition. Well, I did see the first X Files movie, and I and I and I did enjoy that. Um, I didn't see the second one, so maybe it was because of you know it didn't didn't get that great reviews. But uh, you know, I might check out if there is ever a third one. If it you know, depending on what I see, and maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, what else miles here? There was another comment here. Um, well, just for listeners, if they didn't see, uh, the first episode of walking dead, you post the link. Oh yeah. There uh, is. So, um, so if you, if you want to see the, the first episode of walking dead, you, uh, Scott did provide a link for you. Right. Right. Um, there was a comment. I can't. Oh, um, Comments on Walking Dead. Chelsea Chelsea said, I got to give the second episode of Walking Dead an eight out of ten dead horses. I loved it, but there were some things I did not like also, so I'm so mad about some of what happened. I don't want to say because I don't want to post any spoilers. In the words of the famous River song, shh, spoilers. 
So she likes, she also liked Walking Dead there. But I do had posted this link on time travel. I said all time travel fans should watch this. The story was very interesting and the overall movie was nicely done. And I guess, it, I guess it's an episode called Frequently, Questioned, Frequently Asked Questions About Time Travel. So I did not see this, Miles. Did you see it? Um, no, I haven't. I'm not, now, I'm, now that you've posted, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, and uh, I didn't post it. Redu did, and and Mike said, yeah, uh, Mike C said, yeah, watched it a few months back when it was on BBC. Surprisingly good. So I am interested in time travel. So I really should, uh, I really should check it out. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, and by the way, we did that sci-fi five and five with Spider-Man. My son got me into Spider-Man again because he's loving the animated Spider-Man right now. But. Okay. But yeah, so I believe that's about it. And anything else we need to hit here that's on uh, here? No, I think I think we covered it pretty good. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about wrestling and sci-fi. It looks like that was a comment. So it, uh, Chelsea just said, I'll bring this up and then we'll just wrap it up here. But Chelsea said, okay, I have to ask, what's up with wrestling and sci-fi? I have to have a chance to ask this. I'm not sure about this. So if I'm wrong, sorry, but I heard Criminal Minds is moving into sci-fi. Is this true? And I don't know if Criminal Minds is moving to sci-fi, but I did comment that I'm pretty sure it's a business decision. It helps sci-fi pay the bills, but it does seem totally out of place. Now, if the people in wrestling were sci-fi actors or actresses, that might be a different story. Yeah, that that that's I don't I don't get that. I don't you know uh, why the Sci-Fi Channel has wrestling on it. I mean, that's uh, uh, I mean, is the Sci-Fi Channel moving away from making real or airing real sci-fi? I don't know. But then they put out stuff like Reese and you would say, well, maybe not. I I don't know. But, you know, I would love to see wrestling if it was like, you know, you know, Admiral Dama, you know, against, I don't know, who should we put him against? Uh, Jack O'Neill from Stargate SG-1. That would be awesome. Well, do you remember that episode of BSG where they they had the boxing ring? Oh, yeah. That was a good, and that's kind of like that. Come on. That is kind right. of like that. So uh, again, if you guys want to uh, hear our thoughts on what you're watching and what you're saying, right into the show, let us know. But I believe that's all for tonight. Okay, well, till next time, good night and luck. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>